Welcome to the Adele and Michael Show, where we talk about what's going on in and behind relationships. Any relationships, right? Especially the things you can't see, things that we feel, things that we know about, but we don't really discuss or is not common to share. Yeah, those invisible things. Yes. Exactly, exactly. So today we have a guest. We're today so excited. We have, and let's introduce Silky Tyler. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be on your show. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for being here. And we're so glad to have Silke, right? Silke? Sorry, dear. Um, oh, hey, you got it really well, so <laughs> <laughs> you did great, so, Michael. She's right now from Tennessee and uh, but originally from Germany. And uh, just got your citizenship, yes? Is that mm -hmm, what you said? That's yeah. right, yep. So, congratulations, and that's really awesome. We're glad to have you here. Married for 35 years. Yeah. <laughs> Third loss, our game. So that's awesome. <laughs> there we go, I like that, I like that. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about yourself. What, what you do, how you came upon what you do. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you were walking down the street and got struck by lightning and all of a sudden you saw things, you know. <laughs> Almost, actually, not quite. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for me, uh, spirituality and really kind of going behind the scenes and going deep has always been with me. And I remember so that my lightning experience was actually as a little kid. Um, and it was probably about when I was two or three years old and I was walking down the street <laughs> with, with my, so this funny that you said that. <laughs> with, with my um, mom and my aunt uh, both holding my hands and I will never forget that moment it was just so profound you know the love that I felt from both of them just being sheltered and held by them and then at the same time there was a moment where I just looked up at the sky and it was just the light from the sun really coming in it was nothing more dramatic than that but it was just such a beautiful transformative um, feeling as this tiny little being you know just walking down the sidewalk and just feeling immersed and feeling the love from them here in the physical and then also at the same time that light from the sun emanated something different to me where it just kind of came through me and I can feel it now and I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying this now because it was just that much higher energy that came through me in that moment that I felt and it just felt like you know that purpose of connection and love and unconditional love that we have and that we're held here in this space regardless of all of the craziness that might be going on, that we always have that in our inner core and that we always can connect to that. And I never forgot. And I've had many moments since then. And that was like the first initiating moment for me. Wow. Cool. And you yeah. were about how old? I know you said you were a little girl. Did about I two, three years old. Yeah, I know I was walking, obviously, because yeah. we were walking. But, so, but I don't remember other than that, but probably about then. That's mm -hmm. very cool. That is. Yeah. Although I think you could have been more dramatic, like angels came out of the sky. There's music <laughs> play, you know, and a big boat sailed across <laughs> and you waved everybody. You know. <laughs> that came later. <laughs> you know, people love drama, you know. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, that's so you know, I think I think that's uh, and I think that's really kind of the part of true spirituality. Many times it is really those subtle things that we just really always need to pay attention to and recognize. I think you can probably identify with that in your yes, life. I would as well. agree. 
you know, it is looking up at the sky and recognizing the angels in the clouds and yeah. you know, noticing and paying attention to all of those little signals. So, yeah. And did you keep that connection for a while? Did you fall asleep for a while? You know that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would have to say I did keep it all my life, but there have definitely been for sure, you know, many uh, different moments and many ups and downs for sure. You know, this life kind of creates um, that duality for us, you know, definitely. Yeah, a little. So there's definitely always, I think, for each of us, kind of that more waving in and out and, and then really remembering and pulling back and knowing that we always have that and so I think that's the key thing yeah I would agree because you know in my experience just is if we didn't fall asleep for a while we wouldn't mm -hmm. have done our human things exactly so we would have missed a lot of the experience here yeah if we were always at this higher elevation and yep. so I don't think a lot of people recognize the great value in doing your human that's mm -hmm. really what we work with and and seeing how beautiful that integrates with your spirit. It's not a separate thing, yeah. but yet it's a, a unique skill to be a really uh, mastered human, if you will. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean perfect. It just means knowing the tools and the skills to be here, understanding it and discovering self as the human experience is, is such a huge part of the journey. Yeah, I can't agree more. What I always say, you know, it's really about living, breathing spirituality in everyday life. Yes. And I say it's walking and chewing gum at the same time. <laughs> there you go. So I get the same <laughs> phrase. So that's great. Yeah. You know, that, that brings me to another point, similar to what you're saying, Michael. But from I grew up so differently than our children grew up. Because mm -hmm. for me, I remember saying, wow, I can't face this. I'm going to fall asleep. I remember the two different times I was like, oh. nope, I'm just going to go right into it and, and, you know, be asleep or whatever mm -hmm. and, and be numb. And I, I go back to one of our kids that said they came home from college and Michael was like, wait, listen, Da -da 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 -da. And, and he's, you know, we're, we're used to teaching, you know, and yeah. just saying, do you see what you're doing? Da -da -da. Stop. Like, I'll stop to stop. Uh, I, I need to just go back to college and enjoy myself. If you tell me any more, it's going to ruin my human experience or something <laughs> like that. I was like, how did they know that? Like, are you serious? But then you have, you know, the other, some of the other kids, they, they, they see the other side and, and yes. they're like, oh, I don't want to see anymore. Or they say, look at that. Yeah. And they act mm -hmm. like they, that they don't see it, but then they do see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yep. Do you, do you have kids? Two, two boys, yeah. Wow. So uh, how old are they? Boys, but they're 23 and 26 at this point. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, do they have any gifts that they've elicited or shown you or... Yeah, absolutely. So it's, I think, you know, the greatest thing is we homeschooled them all their lives. And so my development and my growth has been part of their uh, development yes. and their growth, because as I've learned, you know, then I taught them, I think for most of us, we all have kind of our entry, official entry into, uh, you know, the field of energy healing. And so for me, as for many, you know, it was Reiki uh, when they were still little. And it was just really beautiful, because then I would attune them to Reiki, of course, you know, and, and so it was just a really beautiful upbringing. Um, um, for them to just naturally kind of grow into that and and have that within them always as they're cool. moving yep. through life. Yeah. And, and that's fun to share it with them as it's 
normal, we'll say, instead yeah. of the way at least I was raised, you know, that, that was something yeah. we didn't talk about. And, you know, I, I, the only thing I remember vaguely is my father reading um, uh, the first spaceship books that came out in the late oh, yes. 50s, you know, and I found one of the books and I'm like, oh, my God, you're <laughs> he doesn't even talk about it, but he's reading this stuff. Yeah. You know, and but from early on, I remember as a kid being fascinated by picking up what we would call fiction books. Mm -hmm. And these guys had all these superpowers. Yeah. I remember sitting in my room trying to practice (laughs) the superpowers. (laughs) And I'm like, I know I can do this, but I can't. Why can't I do this? Yeah. Yeah. That memory. Yeah. Yeah. Similar for me, too. You know, as far as the falling asleep, obviously, you know, I've. Uh, then you know we did I mean 80s were so great of course you know because we did the whole disco times and everything but even in the disco I had my first book on tarot reading and so you know on my first uh, cards and so I learned tarot and I would read tarot in the disco <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's great. And then the very first book that I finally got my hands on where it opened that space for something that I already knew outside of the norm was actually Raymond Moody's book. I don't know if you remember remember that, but he came out with a Life Between Lives book um, where mm-hmm. yeah. you know, basically tapped into for the first time into that realm of people coming back, you know, to life and, you know, with near-death experiences. And for me, I mean, I just devoured that because that you know, that that was always like, oh, yes, you know, please. And then when we moved to the States, then there were was more available at that point slowly. Yes. And, you know, and then when the student is ready, the teachers come. And so I've been very fortunate uh, being here in the States, you know, having had many beautiful teachers that I could go to and learn and study. And so, yeah, it's definitely been that lifelong earning and uh, learning and, um, yeah, and yearning for yes, yes. more and for that knowledge. Yeah. That's 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 awesome. And now you're here. And mm-hmm. what, what is involved in your practice or yeah. your mm-hmm. your that's services? Awesome. Yeah. So I do services offline and online. So what I say is uh, that I mentor women to tap into their spirituality and really be able to tap into their own inner wisdom. And so for me, it's really the women who are passionate about discovering that within themselves and growing within themselves many times, female leaders. And so I mentor privately. I also have a healing practice here in um, actually, I have a beautiful space in my home that's a classroom and a healing room at the same time. And so I also teach classes in person. And then I also have my membership for women, which is called Beauty Flourishing. And that's available to any woman who wants to sign up for it and then I also have my free group which is called uh, Flourish Your Beauty because for me what I found uh, especially tapping into more of that sacred feminine energy because I received a huge download one day from from that energy of that sacred feminine you know really balancing that back again here on earth which has kind of been missing for 9,000 years when we really look back in history and so for me it's really about on the bigger scale that Flourish Your Beauty movement for women and then of course you know when we're really um, looking at it it's also that balance for the guys as well of course because you know we really have to acknowledge that beautiful sacred feminine within the masculinity as well and really for guys to be allowed to acknowledge their
their feelings and that that sacred feminine. So it's equally important. My mission is more focused on the women, but at the same time, I feel like it's really that co-creation in partnerships and in relationships where that sacred feminine needs to be honored. So, yeah. Mm. That's cool. That's Uh, why I liked you. I remember talking about this, the male (laughs) and the female and everything. Yeah, Yeah. I like to work with is, I I do both the male and the female. And and the balance that within the individual, because, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, I fully agree with that the feminine has been missing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But what I find is that for a lot of people that I run into anyway, mm-hmm. they, they they yearn for one and then they forget about the other. Yeah, exactly. And you have to understand that the divine male is about your manifestation. Mm-hmm. The, the, the female is the creation, but he's the manifestation. Yeah, absolutely. So they, they've got to be in harmony inside the individual. Yep. And then I notice, wow, there's a big... Um, we'll say a big explosion in their growth when they start to get closer to that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's fun to see all the different ways that we're all taking different angles toward the same purpose. We'll call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think just we're an awakening. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I think we're all just really being called to that to find that balance and to really bring that balance through. And I couldn't agree with you more because when we're looking at sacred geometry, we're looking at the flower of life that's pure feminine, but it isn't until that tension gets created through the lines and through the masculine and that combination of the masculine and feminine together that then forms the shapes and brings everything into creation and into reality. So it is that play, you know, and that dance between the masculine and feminine balanced and, and that's really, I think, what so many of us are called now to really bring forward. Yes, yes I would, I would yes. agree. Yeah. Yes. How, how do you hear? I'm sorry? <laughs> how, how does your information come? How's how, that? How do you hear? Um, yeah, channeling for sure. So for me, it's it's. I think it's more organic. I love being out in nature. For me, uh, I, I'm in my garden a lot. So I had the wonderful privilege of, you know, living out here in Tennessee on two acres and, uh, you know, gardening now for 30-ish years. And, <laughs> and so for me, being out in nature and then just finding those quiet moments. I'm never really someone who will go like into long meditations. That's just, I'm too impatient for that. And (laughs) (laughs) so for me, yeah. So for me, my meditation would definitely be being out in nature and then just uh, taking some quiet moments and tuning in. And Mm -hmm. I find also when we take those initiatives and we start writing or we start, then it just naturally begins to flow because it's, it's always the intention so once the intention is set, then it automatically comes. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the answer so, just comes. And when, when did you first start getting that? Start Actually, receiving that? Mm-hmm. Kind of since I was young. So I don't ever remember being without it. It's just uh, there have obviously been moments where it has been very profound and very profound experiences and life-changing where we can't deny it anymore. And then there have been more of those subtle uh, moments and we never quite know we're going to get it at one point. (laughs) Not something, what I found in my life, it can't really be forced to be like, okay, come on. (laughs) 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 I find it just kind of happens organically when it's meant to. So so maybe it might be just on a need to know basis (laughs) too. So this way we can live life and be in the physical. And (laughs) And, and then you hear something and then you say it. 
whether it's appropriate or not, you know, <laughs> but yeah. it's funny. Um, I remember you when we spoke earlier months ago, yeah. um, it was kind of nice to have the, you had a husband too, and I have mm-hmm. Michael yes. and, and how mm-hmm. all that works, you know, when you get yep. that message for him, yeah, or Michael for me and uh, yeah, there's not, there's not many psychics and challenges that have a relationship that long we'll say mm-hmm. that we, that we yeah. have met we'll say okay yeah so yeah. how is that and we can share what we do yeah yeah how is that and how does does he partake of the field or does he just listen to you and accept you or how does that work for you guys yeah, so my husband and I, we started a bakery in 2000. And so that's kind of been the thing that we created together because we're both creators, really, uh, at our core. And, you know, from remodeling our house a million times in the garden and the land and to, um, you know, to growing well, the children. Yeah. To, you know, that's to, that's to, what we did. That's what we do. Just oh. not a bakery, but we did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cafe. <laughs> that's right. And yeah. so the bakery and cafe has been kind of our outward thing, you know, here in town, which has been just so wonderful to to have this and and so he's the one who now runs it we used to do it together for many years and uh, primarily he's the one doing it as I'm focusing more on my healing and hypnotherapy practice and um he is extremely intuitive so you know I do numerology and numerology reading so of course for me now I know his numerology and tapped into that and uh, you know I I kind of uh, pulled all of those components out and can tell him well you know you really have these qualities and and he always did he always had like his hunches he is he can channel for him it's more subtle I feel like where he he um He's more focused in in the physical um, doing every day, but yet he has those deep senses and is so beautifully sensitive as well. And so he keeps the um, spiritual part more to me and so completely supports me, which is absolutely wonderful. And I think that's really the key thing that we have the partners who who can complement each other, who understand each other. And uh, when, when that um, support and understanding is there, I think that's the key thing in any relationship. Yep, that's awesome. Um, I'm happy for you. That's that's great that he's mm-hmm. he's that open and receptive, and you get to share. That's really yeah, yeah. cool. That's what beautiful. we do, and yeah, it's my favorite part of what we do. Yes, yeah. we've been asked over the years, you know, how do you do this? You know, and <laughs> I kind of want that. I'm like, okay, it takes. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of work in the beginning. <laughs> That's, I think we've talked about this too, you and I. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You know, it, it was a lot of work. It's um, got to work through this stinky program. Yes. You, know? you had to be <laughs> for the other person to get through their own issues or patterns. Mm-hmm. And as long as I knew that Michael kept doing his personal growth and right back at me same with me too yeah then I was okay I'm like okay he's gonna work on that I could say that but you don't have to do it right away but I'm just gonna tell you this is what's happening I feel it and this is affecting me or you might want to look at this or maybe I'm totally off and I you know and it he did the same thing to me so but there was rough some rough times over the years the 27 years that we've been together wow yes what would you say were like your biggest challenges as far as complimenting each other or also like pushing each other's buttons too? Because I think that's probably the biggest thing. I, I, right? I would mm-hmm. say, see, I don't view it as pushing each other buttons. I, I have a different take on it. I did. And <laughs> I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. 
but I see it as when her when her programming or her patterns are yes. right, <laughs> exactly. they often would trigger my patterns that were left. Yes. <laughs> so yes. then I'd have to work on my patterns without getting in them and then argue. Yeah. And then the hardest part is when your patterns argue and you're oh. going, oh my God, why are we doing this? We're pretty good at recognizing <laughs> that and we, we would stop. No, That's we're not even going to continue because you're in it. But I have to say, because he started his growth way sooner than me, he I had more coming up. So <laughs> he was pretty good at assisting me yeah. and, and really taking care of his own little things that were, you know, being triggered. Yeah. But it required a lot of patience. And um, I'm so glad we're over all that. And, but boy, it, it was yeah. a struggle. But the thing was, it was like, people have said to us, Gosh, how long do you wait to see if the person's going to kick in and really get over their stuff? Like, how long? Like, how patient do you have to be? I said, look, I was in that boat because Michael was like, you're you're in a mess right now, Adele. And I was like, <laughs> so we had to like, yeah, yep. yeah, you, you give it, you had to wait a little bit, but you had to, you know. Well, my, <laughs> my biggest thing was my frustration with the patterning mm -hmm. at the time. So if I had to yeah. say the patterns were the problem, it wasn't each other. Yeah. And yet for me, by the time I, I, I got together with Adele, a lot of my patterns I, I had either been aware of or had been working with. Yeah. But my frustration of having to constantly go at them <laughs> was probably my biggest <laughs> test. <laughs> like, oh no, another yeah. one, really? Again? I threw him for a loop. <laughs> I threw him for a loop. I was, I was good at just, nope, I'm going to get my way. I'm gonna, but um, it's really, well, I no, could take it's, I'm it's good now, but that yeah. was, that was probably the biggest thing. Yeah. How about for you? What was your biggest challenges? You know, um, one thing that I was just thinking of as you were saying that is it really comes down to that commitment, doesn't it? I think it's that commitment to ourselves and also that commitment within the relationship too. So yeah, I would probably agree with you as far as the patterns, you know, so even from simple patterns to how daily life should look and you know what, yeah. what the responsibilities are for yeah, each right. person every day. And so obviously this kind of always, you know, will come up and because you know, we're doing life here. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I think I think those are the key things. And then yeah, maybe the stubbornness, I would have to say. So, you know, to to continually point things out and then still, you know, have the resistance of like okay you know <laughs> more space more space and so yeah creating that and and I think in the end really as we all know it really comes down to the allowing that each person is on their own path and regardless if we're in a relationship together or not each person needs to be honored on their path and on their own growth and each person has a different uh, take on it and a different timeline and so it's all in that divine timing and, and in little other hints and things that might come up and in life will always create opportunities for sometimes yes. the challenging <laughs> ones are the biggest and the greatest opportunities because they will help push us where we need to be and probably push us even too strong of a word, but help guide us and allow us, you know, to create right for ourselves so yeah so I think that's been probably it um and you know the moving and changing of um of realities over time as far as uh you sure. know 
homeschooled and homeschooling kids and trying to run a bakery at the same time yeah, and the dynamics right. and you know all of those yeah components kind of weave yeah. into it yeah also about that same subject you know you want to know that your partner knows who you really are and yeah. being seen of this is who I really am and do you see me you know and and that's a that's a tough one well that's a, mm -hmm. that's kind of obscure when you say, do you see me? Because yeah, what are we right. looking at? And sometimes <laughs> oh, yeah. a partner, when they're in their stuff, they yeah. don't, what do you mean see you? I, this, <laughs> this is what I, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. So but I, is, I know what you mean, but yeah, it's really hard to understand. Well, at least for a while it is. Yeah. And, when I say see me too, what I mean also is, because that's, that, you're right. Um, no, you're it's right. What, what you said. And not even just the essence, but also like, what I'm doing here. Yeah. I want to do this here in the physical and you need to see that and be patient, but I can't throw in all these patterns and make your life miserable, not be considerate because there needs to be some consideration with your partner. You're living with them, you know? So, so many things are involved and I feel like we've mastered almost all of them. We're like, damn good. But it was tough. Like, right. You, like Michael, this is what I'm, I know that what you're doing, but I, you, you need to see what I'm doing. And then also seeing you too, sure. like seeing you for your, we could say, you could say flaws, but not really even flaws, seeing you, what you're capable or, or of you're doing, doing at this time. And it's okay. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Yeah, I think for me, honestly, that unconditional love that my husband had from for me from the beginning. I mean, we Aww. met him when I was 16 in the disco because, you know, he was a soldier at the time you know, <laughs> in Germany. And so um, having had that all my life from him, you know, starting with the 16, um, that was, I think, for me, uh, the most profound thing and also gave me the freedom, first of all, to grow, to evolve and just know this is a done deal. And from here, we can both be vulnerable. And of course, you know, my love for him as well, I should acknowledge that too. <laughs> um, and truly to know that no matter what, we will figure this out together. I think yes. that's been the key thing. And I think that's the key thing in any relationship to, to create that kind of environment where you're like, you know what, it's okay. And it's okay to be seen fully in all of your colors and to be able to yes. be vulnerable yeah I, I think it sounds like and you tell me if i'm incorrect but it sounds like you were pretty uh not traumatized very much since you got into an early relationship and it was yeah. really good nice so that really made it yeah. easy for for you in some ways you mm -hmm. know yeah, my trauma was before uh, because my dad left me and my mom when I was 11. And uh, so for me, I kind of had that kind of uh, huge wow. breakup. Um, and then so I worked through this on my own for my teenage years. And so by the time my husband came into my life at the time, of course, just as a friend for the first two years, um, it I had already been in a different space for myself because uh, I've wow. always had that that sourcing from within. And and so I sourced a lot of that energy and a lot of the healing from within me. And then, of course, I did have a beautiful environment, too, of a beautiful family, really. And that kind of helped me. And so when when I met him, there was obviously still a lot of healing that needed to be done. 
And just his unconditional love by itself really allowed that healing. And then eventually it would give me those wings to fly and to develop on my own too, independent from the relationship, you know, with all of the growth that I have done spiritually and what I created my uh, business around uh, that's independent from, you know, from uh, our bakery. Bakery, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so that's been really the beautiful thing that he always believed in me and always trusted me and always knew, you know, you've got this and always support it. And yeah when we have that kind of thing so I know that's very lucky and to have that kind of thing in a relationship yeah being strong enough to do that healing because you know when a dad leaves that's traumatic in itself Mm -hmm. right that's you know about all of that I mean that is awesome that you really kept going and doing your work Mm -hmm. it's right up my alley I mean my father died but it was still abandonment he left Mm -hmm. it's like it's leaving right it's leaving yeah absolutely how old were you How old were you? I was 12. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And some of it was even more difficult, I think, for her, because even though dad passed, she didn't know anything about it. The family kept it a secret from her. Oh, my goodness. Even wow. after he died, they kept it a secret from her for, but, for a few days till the neighbor told you. But my, my neighbor told me that he died. So you talk <laughs> about shock. I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I he was irritable and everything. So I just knew him as irritable. So I had to get past all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that men were like that. Mm-hmm. Men were miserable. Here he's going through cancer, you know. If I would have known that, it might have been different, you know. But that's oh. okay. I mean, they—they, they, I'm sure they did it to, to, you know, protect me. They thought they were protecting me. But yeah. when I'm seven years old, I would have liked to know, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just the circumstances. I wasn't insinuating there was any blame or anything. Yeah. It was just circumstances. They thought this. You didn't know. Right. Surprise. Well, it was gone. And then my patterns yeah. then kicked in. It was like men leave you know yeah I, I'm it was a shocker you know so um anyway but that's so that's yeah, yeah. But, but it's your made a lot of growth for you boy. in a lot of ways right oh my goodness I just so. kept doing it too so yeah. I know what you mean mm-hmm. but you're a beautiful soul I love that you yes we love what you're doing yeah that's yeah great. and I love that you have the the situation at home and that's just beautiful it's nice to see yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that, that just takes care of so much stuff and just uh, kind of get so many things out of the way to where we can really develop and can grow as mm-hmm. human beings and and um, work toward reaching our potential. Because I know and I know that our soul comes in with an intention of uh, a certain idea of possibility. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and when we have the space no matter if it's in our home environment or through someone who helps us to create that and to be able to propel ourselves forward i think that's that's the gift you know that's the gift that we give to our soul to a source to god whatever we want to call that energy that's all engulfing and that creates the worlds and moves things and so in the end ultimately everything else is just playing here in order to (laughs) in order to excel and in order to continue that growth that soul growth because in the end you know that's the most important thing and yeah yeah i would agree i would agree very much that that was nicely said yeah it was nicely said yeah so for me if i can help anyone to bring that through and for them to help in their growth then i've done my work and so it's become a bigger mission and it keeps growing 
and evolving as I keep growing and evolving to them. Yep. Well, that's an endless journey. Yeah. You get on the yeah. journey and think there's an end. No, there's not an end. No, no. never done. <laughs> For sure. Always something. Yeah. <laughs> when we so, reach one level, then it propels us forward into yep. the next. I kind of love the, um, the idea of like a flower that just keeps blossoming and just keeps on opening and opening yep. and you know, just kind of up leveling. And, and then sometimes, you know, I might drop down a little bit again. And <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, a little distortions and then. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And especially in these challenging times, of course, I feel like our spirituality is really the most important key thing to, um, to really have and to source from within. Yeah, it's a connection to self yeah. and intimacy with self, like that whole self love yeah. thing. It's, it's just yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, where can people Reach um, you. find you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they can find me online on my Silkes art page, and uh, I can we can go ahead and link that obviously. And then also for women, they can join um, my um, uh, my Facebook page, which is called Flourish Your Beauty. So this is my my face my free Facebook group that I have available because, okay. like I said, my mission is for women to be able to flourish that inner beauty and then bring it out to the yeah. world and access that. So that's my my main thing. And then I also have my um, uh, Lotus Center, my Golden Lotus Center, which I'm still working on, evolving more and more. And uh, so cool. some of the tools and things that I have available. Mm -hmm. All right. Awesome. Man. Uh, your beauty. We, will, your we will get all your links and information and place them on with the podcast so people can reach out to you. And um, we want to thank you. Is there anything that you would like to close on or, oh, thank you. you know, are you? fulfilled <laughs> <laughs> that was an absolutely beautiful conversation i loved yeah. just really just hanging out chatting with you yeah that was great you both more and uh no i think um just in closing i think it's really for all of us just to keep that inspiration going and and having that trust and that knowledge that we can all have this access to this same uh, core information and uh that nobody is limited by anything i think those are yeah. Very good. I agree. Yeah. Thumbs yeah. up on that one. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Yes, uh, it's our honor to, to have you on. And thank you so much for being here. And ciao. Ciao. That's how we say ciao. We say ciao. That's how we end. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thank you.